Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on Starline by writer, director, award-winning filmmaker, and narrative programmer. Her latest project took her on a trip of human resiliency to 11 family-owned drive-ins during the pandemic to create Back to the Drive-In. We welcome the talented April Wright. Hey, thank you for having me. April, let's go beyond the mic. You've been a fan of drive-ins since you were a child. I watched Superman at the Sunrise Drive-In and Valley Stream. Do you remember the first movie you saw at a drive-in? You know, what you just said, Superman would be great on a drive-in screen. I can't remember the first one because it was just a regular family ritual for me. There were three drive-ins were in the area where I was growing up, and my mom took us to all of them. So I just remember always seeing movie at the movies at the drive-in. People always ask me if there's a certain one that stands out, and it's not because it was just something we did all the time. What makes this tale the underdog story you live for? I really do. And um, I, I didn't notice until recently that that was a thread in all my work and that that is how I see myself. Yeah. Drive-ins, uh, there's not that many left. And they're almost, you know, from from the studio perspective, they're focused on the multiplexes. So the drive-ins are a little bit of an afterthought, but they don't see it that way. The owners don't see it that way. They're in it to win it. They're going to stick around. They're going to fight to keep their places open. And I think that's part of what you see in this movie. I pull back the curtain a little bit so you can see all the the time and effort and passion that they put into keeping these places alive for their communities. With less than 400 drive-ins in existence now, do you believe there'll be a renewal anytime soon at the drive-in? Yeah, it's actually way less than that. When we were going into the pandemic, it was about 305 and we're below 300 now. Below 300? Wow. You know, it's really interesting. There has been a resurgence. Um, There have been brand new drive-ins built. Actually, starting in the 90s, some new ones were coming up, and there have been old drive-ins reopening, but unfortunately, there's been a few more closing each year. But in this new documentary, I do visit one outside of Omaha, the Quasar, that literally had just been open about three months, which is a gorgeous, beautiful drive-in built from scratch. So when you go somewhere like that, I definitely have hope about the future of the industry. (laughs) (laughs) April, how do you go from a successful business career after your MBA to working as a narrative programmer for Sundance to this? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, movies was always my thing in the back of my mind. I just didn't really know how to make a living at it. So I got a degree in business. I'm very practical. I worked as a consultant. I worked for Mattel, the toy company. I worked for AT&T. I had a lot of really fun jobs. Um, But then I started getting into filmmaking. And one of the first things I did was I started volunteering for the Independent Spirit Awards. And um, while I was at the organization that put that on, they needed somebody to start watching um, submissions for their film festival. So I did, and a programmer from Sundance thought I was pretty good at it and then brought me up to Sundance to do programming. And I did it for 15 years there. And I always say that that's my film school because I had the opportunity to watch hundreds and hundreds of films every year and just, you know, see what people were doing. So that, that was a really valuable experience. And I've been making films now for you know, about 15 years. (laughs) So I really love it. But it is it's also a labor of love, just like the drive-ins are (laughs) to make a bunch of documentaries. It's time for my fun. And that is the rocking eight. It's just eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure, April. All right. Key snack other than popcorn at the drive-in for you. Oh, I like raisinets. Favorite film festival, not named Sundance and why? Oh, no. (laughs) 
I can't. I'm going to make you pick your favorite. I child. know I can't pick. Well, uh, I'm going to say I most the best time I've had at a film festival is the Bentonville Film Festival that Gina Davis started. That's a really great festival, and it's especially focused on women and and underdog, underrepresented people in the business. So she's really trying to open some doors. How about your favorite Guns N' Roses song? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Probably Night Train. Very good choice. (laughs) What one thing from your past you miss the most? Oh, gosh, I feel like I live in the past every day. (laughs) Some of the films I'm making and the things I'm interested in. Things from the past I miss the most. Um, probably one of my old. I I, I used to drive Firebirds. I, my one of my first cars out of college was a Firebird, and then I had a Firebird convertible, and I miss Pontiac. <laughs> Ooh, what color? Um, my first one was called Maui Blue. It was a light blue, and then I had a teal green convertible um, Firebird. So they were both Firebirds. Favorite genre of movie? I like horror thrillers. Thrillers probably the most. Do you have one thing that you were passionate about growing up that you lost quickly lost interest? Oh, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. If I like something, I like it forever, but let me see if I can think of something. Hmm. I can't. <laughs> it's okay. I can't. Did you ever think your BS in business computer systems at Bradley would prepare you for your career today? Yes, because I was very practical when I picked that degree. I figured if I knew computers, I would always have a job. And it's so funny. The film industry is all computers now. I was just doing editing on a friend's movie last night, and that is all business computer systems. It's all process flows. So knowing technology stuff actually helps me quite a bit in the film industry. You wouldn't think so, but cameras are technical. Editing is technical. It's all technical. Practical. (laughs) If you had to for a movie. Would you do your own stunts? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's a hilarious question. You know, I don't think I could. I spent a lot of time with stunt women. I could only get so far. I could not succeed at my own stunts. Definitely not. I would have to have a good stunt woman double me. (laughs) April, if you could watch one movie that hasn't been on screen in decades at a drive-in, what would you watch? Oh, boy, I probably have a big list of that. But I would like to see Rosemary's Baby at a drive-in because I was I never saw that until as an adult. But I just feel like it would really scare you. I mean, it scared me enough watching it um, the first time I saw it. But in a drive-in environment, I think it would add another layer. It's time for one big question with back to the drive-in director, April, right beyond the mic. April, as the world changes and evolves. How much are we missing from drive-ins and roller rinks, especially from your own experience since your family ran a roller rink growing up? Yes, they did. My family business was a roller rink. And I feel they're very similar to drive-ins, family entertainment, putting on the show, family business, all of that aspect. Uh, I think we're we're missing a lot by having less gathering places like this because, you know, people are more isolated now. Going to a drive-in, a roller rink, you're interacting with your family, you're interacting with your community, bowling alleys I'd put in there too. You know, just a lot of these things we have less and less of. And I think that we are seeing an impact um, on society that we have more 
you know, places to shop and less places to hang out with your family. Although some people do that while they shop. But um, yeah, I, th- I think we need more places like this, not less. Where can people find Back to the Drive-In? It's coming out on VOD on March 14th. So anywhere that you can rent a new di- digital movie, you can get it. So it'll be on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, cable TV, all the places that you can find a new movie. She's an opinionated wordsmith who misses Pontiac Firebirds, loves GNR's Night Train, and has to have reasonettes. She carries a torch for your neighborhood drive-in. Director of Back to the Drive-In, April Wright, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Awesome. That was really fun. Thank you. (laughs) And that, my friends, is a Beyond Mike Shortcut.